Hello, you're listening to Living Alone Together. I am your only host, Yen. So, I know it's been two weeks since I uploaded my previous episode, and this time I didn't even try to record anything last week. It's not like I recorded something and discarded my um, my draft. It's I didn't even think about this podcast to be completely honest. So, why am I recording today? Because I realized that I am actually quite happy, and the very reason for this this happiness is exactly it's precisely that nothing happened. So I want to talk about this, <laughs> namely, I want to talk about nothing. <laughs> Um, before I start, I gotta greet everyone. So thank you very much for downloading this episode. Um, I hope you'll enjoy it. If not, you could leave a comment, maybe. <laughs> Although I'm not looking forward to any of that. Anyway, so today's topic, as I said, is about me, myself, and I. <laughs> okay, I promise I'm not drunk, but. It just sounds funny when when you say something like that, and you know this is gonna be published.、Um, yeah, I want to talk about the sort of happiness I'm feeling right now. I don't have another word for it. I, I suppose there could be some other word for it that is、um, that describes this state a little bit better. Let's just use happiness for now. So,、um, why did I record this episode? Well, I I realized that it's because I. Have nothing to produce. I mean, <laughs> I don't have any story to tell. I don't have any、um, life-changing ideas. I,、um, yeah, nothing changed pretty much in my life. It's just that I think internally, I found some sort of peace. That sounds a little bit、um, just cliche, but、um, <laughs> let me explain that a little bit. Basically. I think what happened was I stopped I stopped caring about anything, <laughs> and don't worry, I'm not <laughs> I'm not mentally ill, but、um, it's just that my my usual stress, my usual source of stress is typically what people say to me, what people comment on other people, or what people.、Um, Yeah, basically, what's happening in the world around me, basically, what mostly about my responsibility with the people around me and what I should do to not to please them, but to maintain that relationship more or less, right? And this past week or the past two weeks, I just didn't think about that too much, or rather, I was aware. Of some of them, right? I was aware of what my manager was saying, or I was aware of what our、uh, company's policies were, and how I was not exactly happy with the decisions, stuff like that. I'm still aware of all of these internal noises, and 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 yet I'm I'm I don't really hear them anymore.、Um, and it's not a conscious decision. I think I don't know what's going on, but maybe it's because I am suddenly my body is suddenly used to the state or used to the constant noise in my mind that、um, I don't I don't have to do anything、uh, about it, and suddenly they become white noise. I, I I'm not so sure, but let me try to explain that a little bit more because I think it might help. Well, it's just gonna help me, but. It's gonna help me to just to 
to tune out and to make this into a skill, which I think、um, is useful for life. So I hope maybe, <laughs> maybe this could help you as well. Although I'm the one who does、um, too much overthinking to start with. Anyway, so the thing is. Maybe I should dissect the source of my stress and、uh, basically my the source of de-stress. Yeah, <laughs> what dis what distresses me most of the time, and also my source of unhappiness in general. And then I can talk about what happened or what did not happen in the past two weeks, so that such that I'm currently quite feeling quite okay, right? So my usual source of stress is. The most common one is about, you know what? The tricky thing is, <laughs> it's kind of sad, funny, sad. I I can't even recount them because I honestly they're just not on my mind anymore. So how am I supposed to recount something that's no longer on my mind? Okay, I I'll try my best, and I I promise I am not drunk or anything, or sick or in, you know. <laughs> I'm still the same me.、Uh, I just, I'm just suddenly transported to this new state. Okay, okay. Please don't turn this off yet. Okay, so let me explain.、Um, my usual source of stress, the biggest one, is probably my, well, interpersonal relationships or the lack thereof. <laughs> yeah, I think both of these are problems. So let's talk about the. The ones that do exist, namely,、um, my relationship with my manager and my coworkers. Now, I think our relationships are fine. There's nothing much going on, and most of my job is carried out independently. At least, not between, you know, it's just between me and my clients. Not so much between my coworkers and or my manager. And yet, sometimes the interaction in、um, within the company. A lot of times, they stress me out a lot.、Um, not because of what exactly we're gonna do or we have to do or the decisions they make. It's just about most of the time the stress comes from my internal doubts about such decisions. So.、Um, I'm not in the position to really fix anything、um, of the company, or yeah, I'm not in the position to fix the company. But I, I know, I do have some right to to share my opinions, and I do. We do have a lot of meetings to talk about decisions, and um, and mostly what stresses me out is not exactly the、um, the said things. Um, rather it's the It's what I, what I try. It's what I, when I try to foresee what's gonna happen to this company or the the philosophy behind that decision or what's going on behind. Sorry, what's going on in my manager's mind or my boss's mind? It's that kind of thinking that、um, makes me a little bit stressed and worried, and. And of course, I'm not worried about these people. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I'm really not. I really am not worried about them per se. But really, it's about.、Uh, mostly, it's when I realize that my God, such ideas or such philosophies actually still exist, and not only they don't just exist; they are pretty dominant in our society or in this culture. And that's when I get a little bit.、Um, You know, I I just I just I seem to just 
uh, zone out and uh, stop paying attention in the meetings. But what I'm, what I would actually be doing, um, is just analyzing what is going on in these people's minds and what's their ultimate uh, goal or what's their ultimate vision and. And then I would think about that vision precisely. Uh, sorry, I would think about that vision, and I would, I would just be stuck there because then I would realize that hold on, how could I, how could this vision even be? Like, how could people still hold this kind of vision? Now I sound terribly arrogant. I I admit the thing is, um, I can't help it. All right. So whenever I'm in one of these meetings, I. It's not really in the end. It really isn't about the details of what we're gonna do and what we want to do. It's really about why would people come up with such a plan, and what's their motives, and uh, why would they have this motive? And so, when you do that kind of um, delving, you know, diving, and you delve into the whole cause of things, when you try to find out, the, let's say, the first principle of what's going on in their minds and what's their big plan and what caused them to become people who would think this way, it gets really, really. Um, it could get. It could go very, very far. At least. Personally, I could do that. I might not be right.、Uh, mostly, I'm probably wrong, but about them. But you can see the pattern, right? You can see that this person tends to make this kind of decision. For example, they may be more、uh, traditional, con-、um, conventional, and this person, this coworker, tend to say things that are this, and you. You know that they are,、um, they tend to want to do more for the company, right? And then there's another type of person who tends to、uh, just try to please the boss, right? And so, and so for every single person, including your manager, including your boss, you would, you could come up with some sort of pseudo theory behind their personality, or just try to try to think about. Maybe their upbringing or their their background, and and try to connect things and try to gauge exactly what kind of person they are, or at least why they would say things like this, or why they would think like this. Of course, you're not going to get the solution. You can never know what's going on in another person's mind. At least I don't think I could do that. But that you know, that's a way. <laughs> that's a way for me to、um, distract myself from the actual meeting. I I suppose I have to admit. But yeah, when I go when I go into that kind of thinking, it's very difficult to stop because it gets very interesting. Because I'm just living in my own world and trying to make my own puzzle and try to solve my own puzzle in that way. And yet, sometimes when you come up with your own theories, which Are probably wrong, but sometimes when you do that, you realize how there are just、um, huge, irrevocable differences between people,、um, where you there are just things that are just. That there's just this gap that that's very difficult to overcome between people, and you feel that there it, it's not exactly sad.、Um, it's just. It's just a a 
stone that's blocking your communication that's just there and there's nothing you can do about it and um and you cannot in every meeting just come up with a whole theory and and lecture people and say things that like um you know you probably have this idea because you study this and that you grew up here and there and and you wouldn't agree with her because you are a completely different person and therefore there's no fundamental right or wrong it's just about efficiency or the lack thereof or just it's an aesthetic choice to do one thing rather than than uh, another and so um of course meetings are like this right you will you will never get to the root of the problem you would um most i think most of the meetings are just about solving the current situation right you could maybe plan ahead for for one or two months and in the end it's there's not going to be a systematic um discussion sorry there's not going to be a discussion about systematic changes at least in my company that's not the case which is also why i'm leaving this company because i realized that um we have a lot of problems but we never try to we we just tackle each of them independently and we don't really try to come up with a overall vision of how to um solve the problems from from their roots right and um and yet i try to do that i mean internally during each meeting where i you know i would go try to go down or try, try to go down oh my god um try to go deeper than the surface and try to um just come up with some theories that might explain why people would want to push the company into this direction rather than the other and what's the difference that what's causing the difference in opinion between between people and when you do that when i do that um i'm not it's not going to upset me but it sort of um closes a lot of possibilities in the sense that as i said to me um it's like a huge block a huge block of just stones lying around that you either have to um kick them off and be painful for for a while um or you just ignore them and you step on the stones and you're just going to slip over and over again um i think i'm speaking very abstractly right now i i don't have a concrete example the thing is if i if i, if I speak if i explain this in plain english what i mean is during my during our meetings i i tend to just i just cannot focus on on what the company is trying to solve in the moment at the moment rather i i tend to uh, <laughs> no go deeper not go down go deeper and and the result is that i don't really follow or i don't uh, really agree with anything that um that's being any decision that's being made and yes of course i could carry out the um the tasks but um i'm i don't feel that i'm personally involved in these and um it always ends up being a huge story writing thing about my coworkers and my manager um and and when i think about people especially not just about the company but about the people who make up the company um it it's it gives me a lot of stress or rather it 
takes up a lot of my mental space, and I, I didn't will that. I didn't want that to be, um, to be the case. It's just I couldn't help myself. I, and, and I try to think about why that would be, why I would do that, and I, I just don't know. <laughs> It seems to be some sort of habit, and maybe it's a lack of interest in, in anything else, or rather in the. In the thing at hand, and therefore I try to distract myself. I don't know what the psychological mechanism is, right there. It's just that the fact is, I used to get distracted and even stressed out by my internal useless analyses of the people around me in the company. So that's a huge stress for me. That's a huge source of stress for me, um, which stopped、uh, popping out last week and two weeks. Ago, I mean, somehow I developed the skill to just blank out during the meetings, and and you know just to note the the key dates and the key tasks that we have to do, and that's it. I became a soldier, and I stopped really、um, thinking about it. And I'm saying this not because I was thinking about my situation on the stop on the spot. It's really at this moment that I'm. Retrospectively thinking about it, and I feel that yes, that's why I'm much happier with because I, I think I stop wasting all that mental energy just trying to guess what other people are thinking, and that's just completely futile because we don't know, we cannot know what the other person is thinking,、uh, which goes back to our Sartre's episode.、Um, you better just. Act. That's the most efficient way to prove that you exist. But that's a whole other topic. <laughs> the point is, so I got rid of that source of stress last two weeks. I didn't even get rid of it actively. It's really,、um, it just happened. I just, I think my body adapts to the situation, to the tempo of the meeting, to the, to to the pattern that. The the patterns that arise that typically arise in these meetings, you know, who's gonna say what,、uh, who's gonna suggest what, propose what, and that kind of thing has been overanalyzed to the degree that my body stopped reacting to anything that's being said by anyone,、uh, by my coworkers. Right? I don't know. That's just a theory, and <laughs> and. Uh, this wasn't how I intended this episode to go, but who knows? It just I just talk too much when I have the chance to do so.、Um, sorry about that. So that's one major source of stress that I got rid of.、Uh, sorry, that just disappeared, dissipated by itself, which I'm grateful for.、Um, <laughs> another source of stress, and this is a major, major one. Um, I think it happened be- when I was biking. So I went on, I went biking for,、uh, I think every weekend. Actually, at least in the past two or three weekends, I, I, I was just out there biking, and I didn't even listen to music when I was,、uh, when I was biking. I just focused on the traffic. I was, fo- I just focused on the road and my, the direction, the traffic, and everything. I didn't have the extra energy to listen to to music, and plus I have to save energy for,、um, for my cell phone, for other tasks.、Um, I think that's a, also a huge,、um, like it's a main reason for this lack of stress because in that time I think that's when、um, my brain. 
I don't remember what I was thinking when I was writing, and that's the magical thing because I definitely did a lot of thinking、uh, on my journey. But I think that's what happened. So basically, I prob my body probably trans transferred what it would have been thinking during these meetings onto the ride. But that's not exactly accurate either. I think it. I didn't think about my my company, my work at all during these rides. So what must have happened was there was some sort of energy change, <laughs> and and what would have been the thoughts during the meetings became、uh, they got transformed into another type of thought that、uh, during my ride. And、um, to my body or to to me, it, that was efficient enough. That's that's good enough for feel to、uh, good enough for relieving、um, relieving stress, right? It doesn't have to be. I don't know about energy conservation, but the the point is.、Um, Yes, I stopped thinking during these meetings, but during my rides, I thought about other things, and that was enough to cover up for the loss of thinking during the meetings. I'm not sure if I'm making sense, but to me, I think the theory is that biking was probably good for me. <laughs> Sorry, is probably good for me, and I I'm still gonna do that maybe this weekend or yeah, I might continue to do that and just I'm by. Biking, I mean longer rides, maybe more than fifty kilometers. I'm not sure if that's long, but to me, that's pretty long, and at least a three-hour ride. Um, that's that's pretty good. But I I'm not done yet. That's not the point. <laughs> the point is not about the bicycle. Although now, when I talk about it, it seems like a major、uh, way to relieve any um any stress. But another thing that I consciously do right now. Is that I start? I started tuning out、um, any any noise that tells me how to live my life, and I think that's a major one. Besides the not thinking during meetings, and besides the bike journeys, I think consciously just. Not trying to find some new principle to guide myself, I think that's a great thing, and that's what I want. I want to discuss on this podcast because I think in my previous episodes, and which means pretty much in my previous life, <laughs> my previous life. Well, in my in my you know in the past, basically, I I feel that a lot of my energy is used、um, for. Just trying to find a good way to live, trying to abide by some rule or some principle, and trying to live that way. Maybe, for example, I used to just search for、uh, ways to live more sustainably and、um, how to live plastic-free or <laughs> things like that, and also. With regards to buying stuff, you know, spending money, which is consuming. When I'm consuming, I also do a lot of、um, research. It doesn't matter how small the item is. I do have, I do a lot of research when before I buy anything, and and that's giving me a lot of stress because not because not just because of the energy and time it takes. It's really about how. Every little thing I do, I take in the opinion of others to to help me with making the decision, and it becomes just the noise becomes too loud. It's it's just too unbearable, and 
I think this was done unconsciously as well, where my body just could not stand it anymore, and so it tuned it just all out. And um, I think it's been two weeks that um, no, I just stopped. You know, maybe I do. I still do that. I couldn't help myself. I still do a lot of research b- before purchasing anything, and I still do. I still think about how I'm. I'm quite wasteful, and whenever I throw away my garbage, or whenever I, even when I, um, just when I eat, you know, when I eat anything, I feel like a pig because, and I even feel a little bit guilty because of. When you know when when you're aware that um, a lot of things are going 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 on in the world, and I'm pretty um, lucky already to to um, to be living this way, and yet somehow every day I'm still searching for the perfect meal, and you know when this happens, when this happens, I feel. I feel guilty. I feel that I'm just such a huge consumer for no reason. I don't do that much good to the world, and you know. And I start to blame myself. And and in the meantime, when I'm when I'm eating my dinner, I'm still playing some podcast that talks about sustainability. Um, and it just I'm such a masochist, right? <laughs> and and um, it's a really it's a complex thing where. I did actually. I went through this phase where I I did care tremendously about not making too much waste, and I tried not to even use any tissue paper.、Um, I don't know if that's extreme or not, but basically, there was a period in my life where I really tried to、um, adhere adhere to to that kind of living. Right, I tried not to buy anything or、um, just. Even try to go to a far like to to the market just to not use any plastic bag, and I do have a lot of good habits, I admit. But that gave me a lot of stress、um, because, as you know, it's very difficult to live that kind of life. And whenever you fail, you feel you feel that you you've actually failed, and you failed yourself, and you feel that you failed the world, you failed the earth, you feel all the hungry people, all the hungry animal. The dying people. Oh my god! I cannot continue like this.、Right? So the point is, the point is,、um, yeah. So the last month or so, I, I still do that. I still listen to these podcasts. I still watch some videos explaining a lot of this stuff about living sustainably. And I, I do think that this is an important issue, and that's something I do wanna、um, still. You know, I, I still I should still follow this kind of、um, follow the trend currently for in this world, but in that sustainability world, well, that's what I meant. The thing is, somehow、um, my I no longer feel ashamed of what I'm doing that much. Maybe still a little bit, but at least I'm not giving myself too much pressure to to be so perfect. And it's not even just that; it's just in general. I feel that whenever you watch YouTube or any video or any or if you, if you listen to a podcast,、um, don't you feel that? The person, the host, is always trying to brainwash you in some way. Or rather, let's not use such an extreme word. Let's just say that 
they are trying to preach in some way or another, right? And that's not necessarily a bad thing. And as I said, a lot of most of the time you do it voluntarily, and um, and 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 sometimes there are, there are things to learn from these hosts, from from the YouTuber or from from the news source or from the podcast whatever information you're getting um from the world yes there's something to learn from them but um but i think i think how you digest that internally makes a huge difference on your mental load so i used to take them seriously or rather i used to try to pick up information from well from these sources of information but i feel that Somehow I change where um, I change my mindset such that I treat these hosts or the producers of these programs as friends or rather just another human being living on the other side of the earth who is trying to share their stories with me. That's that's how I've lightened up my um, my mental load, right? And so, yeah, I still listen to these podcasts talking about sustainability, about living greener or whatever the term is. Um, It's just that it's no longer... I'm no longer trying to analyze what they what they say and whether you know whether or not I should follow them. It's really just that oh okay so there's this human being on the other side of the earth who um, does things this way, and and yeah if they if there's something I I would like to do as well then I do it right. Um, I don't know it sounds it may sound very silly to you but. Um, where I think most people could just shrug off the the information or maybe most people just live their own way uh, no matter how much they've heard from other people I think I don't know who can do that but I personally I get um, I'm just influenced by um, by the people I don't even know (laughs) so so easily I get easily influenced I change my way of living very quickly and it's not because I want to please anyone or I want to feel that I'm right I think that's in part due to laziness I think it's due to the fact that I don't want to think about what I want to really do for myself, how I want to live. I don't want to be the one making decisions. So, and yet you still have to act and live in some way or another. So you tune in into, you know, you tune in and then you try to um, uh, make it into your mantra and then you try to follow it very, very uh, closely. And um, yeah, so I think it's a sign of laziness rather than a sign of activeness. <laughs> and um, that when you, you know, when you do a lot of following, right? When you when you just try to absorb information and you never, in a way, you are still this huge consumer when you simply absorb information, and and. Um, you you seem very very busy but you're really the passive one at least when i'm doing that i was the i was the lazy one right i was just okay fine plastic free i'll do this i'll do that and i feel good about myself and i should feel good about myself not just i i feel good i should feel good about myself and and yet because ultimately you are not you're not a computer so when you do that for a long time you get exhausted because 
because I suppose uh, I still have some sort of will, right? <laughs> and I think maybe it's nature's doing, but my will just cannot take it anymore. I don't. Okay, I promise I'm not drunk. Okay, this sounds like a lot. It sounds a lot like drunk talking, but I just. <laughs> this is just what. I, I want to spill out for now. Um, so the thing is, yeah. So two major sources of stress are gone. First, I stop analyzing what people are saying uh, during my during our meetings in the company, and second, I just you know I treat these sources of information as as friends rather than as guidance, right? And in that way, I. I think I suspect I'm actually more active,、um, where I actually make my own decisions, and occasionally, let's say a friend recommend a, a tiny thing, and they share their story, and you feel that oh wait, hold on, this sounds like something I can do. Then you do it, right? It's you're not actively searching for for information. You're really just chatting with a friend, just listening to a friend talk when you're listening to to the podcast and. Um, when they occasionally you light up, right? You、um, you turn on the light bulb, and then there's this moment where you feel like, oh yes, hey, that that sounds right. I think that's the that's the general interaction with a with a true friend, where you、um, you're not really analyzing what they're trying to say, you're not trying to go behind that person and try to see. Try to,、uh, yeah, try to figure out the the person. Most of the time, when you spend time with a friend, I suppose it's really natural. Where and occasionally, and very occasionally,、um, they you would actually adopt their idea. Right. Whereas if you treat the podcaster as an information, a source of information, you get a lot of stress. And so that's, I think, my general attitude from now on with. With most of the people, where I'm just gonna treat them as friends, not as literal friends where I would talk to, which I cannot do anyway. But basically,、um, I want to, or I hope to continue this state of mind where、um, I'm no longer, I'm no longer treating myself as a castle and trying to guard off maybe other people's words as, you know, and. and Try try not to treat other people's words and differences as attacks on myself, but rather to、um, just to interact with them as as friends would do. And、uh, occasionally, if there's anything that they're doing differently from me, and yet seems seems good to follow, seems good to do, then I'll do it. Right, and in a way, I think a little bit ironically, it means that I actually have to do. A lot of work, right? So that I I know what it what what is my actual principle and what is actually good for me or what I could actually follow and easily、um, maintain as a habit, right? So I have to do some work myself before I could actually adopt this laid back attitude towards the world,、uh, towards the world. Um, so I don't know how this ends up <laughs> being this kind of talk, but. Yeah, so that's exactly that's the mindset I've had for the past two weeks. I suspect, although I'd never, I never, I didn't really think about this until I record, until this recording.、Um, but yeah, so that's a good discovery, I suppose. I think that's my. I found a very tiny key to my personal happiness, and 
it's really, really um, such a paradigm shift to to realize that, hey, all of these um, let's say spreaders of information, they are just individuals, just like you, and um, there's no way that you don't have to follow their preaching, right? You could treat them as as friends or as fellow human beings, and in that way, you wouldn't get the pressure to try to seal the differences between them or try to understand what's going on, try to see their motives, which is going to be futile anyway. So why don't you just treat them as a friend and um, you talk, but but you don't have to, you don't have, you don't have any obligation to your friend per se, but you could still keep them in your own world. And, and that's that. So... So yeah, so that's my <laughs> that's what's been going on in my mind, um, and and I really like this state, and I feel that I'm much stronger now. I, for once in my life, I feel that I am in a good state. I don't even know what that means, but at least um, I do feel the relief of my stress actually. Maybe in the end, you would say, it's just a bicycle, right? It's just having some good exercise. That's what a good exercise does to you. But who knows? Anyway, so happy to share what's going on in my life. And if it totally doesn't make sense to you, of course, that's fine. <laughs> but yeah, I think... Um, so about the the future, the future of this podcast, if any... Well, there is going to be a future, but... <laughs> Um, I think maybe that's the general direction where I am not gonna necessarily talk about anything, although I suspect that's what's going on anyway, but I, I'm gonna be more free, right? I know in some previous episodes I talk about, oh, talk, you know, reading and some philosophies or just share some, just share some discoveries or but I I think unfortunately my life has changed and my mindset has changed so <laughs> the podcast will my uh, sorry well my what, what am I saying okay I'm I'm a little bit drunk I admit okay <laughs> but I think this podcast will become more free so that I don't know I just want you know freedom is my biggest it is the val it's the only value I, I will protect um for life i think so i'm just not going to restrict myself from now on and this podcast might not even be it's not going to be about anything although i do have to make up a title for every episode but that's the only place where it might sound like i'm referring to something specific but otherwise you could just treat this podcast you could just treat me as a friend chatting that's it so i think that's a new that's a new direction for this podcast so yeah, cool. So I'm happy. I hope you are as well. <laughs> anyway, have a great day or great night. Um, and uh, that's it. See you maybe next week. <laughs> bye bye.